Hello, everyone, and thank you for downloading this episode of Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. And uh, obviously, this is a different kind of intro than we normally have. We are going to do an hour show for you today, but we wanted to address just uh, what's going on. This is... And why we didn't do a show yesterday. And why we didn't do a show Mm -hmm. yesterday. This is October 3rd, 2017. As you probably know, yesterday was October 2nd. Well, actually, I guess it was on... Sunday night. When yeah, Sunday happened. night, but a lot of people found out yesterday, yeah. so it seems like yesterday. And um, I'm talking about the, the mass shooting that happened in Las Vegas. I mean, absolutely horrible, and we don't need to go into too many details on it. We, we love doing this show as a distraction, but we decided yesterday that it just wasn't – we couldn't do it. Well, because we want to be authentic. Yeah. And in order to be authentic, we have to you know be ourselves, since that is the definition of being authentic. But I mean, like we can't pretend to be all whimsical and you know being all like, oh, everything's fine when there's this like traumatic, huge event that is occurring and was still kind of unfolding as you know we were preparing to yeah either do or not do a show yesterday. Yeah, it, it was, and I know a lot of people uh, looked at us, and this is what we pride ourselves on: is providing a distraction from. Basically, the bullshit that goes on in life, whether it's your personal life or out in the world, we like to provide that distraction. Just yesterday, we would not have been able to do that for you. And so we decided we shouldn't do a show. Um, But that is why we're back today. So I just want to make sure... to, to bring this up before we start our episode mm-hmm. and uh, and just address it with you all and, you know, our, our thoughts and everything are with everybody down there. Um, but we want to do what we do best, which is... Give you a show talking about our ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Acting like idiots. <laughs> Acting like idiots okay. for you guys to make fun of us. Um, all right. I think that's... I think we should do it. Okay, let's do it. Okay. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It feels weird to actually be able to talk about it. I know. I know. Because we've been like working on it behind the scenes for a while. This has been months. It's been months. Months of like keeping this to myself and not bringing up what it is. But now it's like out in the open. But now I feel like I'm I'm, I'm not supposed to say anything. It's like I've let the secret out of the bag. I think you're okay. I think I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. You you sound a little crazy. Okay. But I think think it's time to share it with the world. I think it's okay to do that. All right. We're going to do it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have some stuff to talk about today. So much stuff. We have some things we want to get to. I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. That is a wonderful way to support I actually just did that the other day, Greg. What did you Well, because since it is the beginning of my birthday month, uh, we are three days into my birthday month. It is not. There's Um, no such thing as a birthday month. So my parents were like, okay, do you want to get yourself a little something? And I'm like, oh, I do. So what I did is I went to funemploymentradio.com and I clicked on that Amazon link and I got myself a new pair of not Converse All-Stars, but... Chinese Max stars that kind of look Don't like... do you already all, have a pair? I do. So I already have their... Like, what they are, they basically look like platform Converse <laughs> high tops. They're amazing. Um, and they're a complete ripoff of All-Stars. Like, I, I thought they were All-Stars until I look at them. Like, Wait, that doesn't say All-Star. This is <laughs> Max Star? What is that? Anyway, I love these so much, I decided to get another pair in all black for the winter. So uh, I headed to funemploymentradio.com, clicked on that Amazon link, and boop, boop, boop. My Chinese shoes are on their way. Well, all right. But mm-hmm. didn't you try to order a Chinese bathing suit that never showed up last No, time? it did show up. It was oh, it just the size up. of, uh, like, I gave it to my friend's 12-year-old child. <laughs> and it fit Are her. you worried the shoes are going just, to be the same? No, because I've already ordered these. Okay. Shoes are different. 
shoe, at least like with shoe sizes, like you kind of know what you're going to get for the most part. Okay. But with like, yeah, because with clothing and bathing suits and stuff, it can vary depending on like the company. Okay. So stay away from Chinese bathing suits. Stay away from Chinese bathing suits. Run toward Chinese shoes. Chinese knockoff shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, there. Now we know. Oh, thank you. Uh, Nipples and says, oh my gosh, that's right. Happy birthday month, Sarah. Thank you. so, Courtney. Thank you so much, Nipples. Thank you so much, Courtney. There's no such thing as a birthday month. Really that do is... want to give also a big shout out to my friend, uh, Craig. Oh my God. Craig from Michigan. He actually sent me a box full of goodies. He was so sweet. So I said, happy birthday month, Sarah. I hope your birthday month is full of friend, friends and family. I've enclosed some treats. So he gave me some treats, um, a, a secret present, which is awesome. Thank you very much, Craig. Also, he gave me this really awesome, creepy music box. Listen. That is really disturbing. Dude, I'm just imagining somebody listening to the show right now by themselves, like... Okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I was like lulling you. <clears throat> oh my I god! I swear to God, Greg just was in a trance for a second there. Did you? You were in a trance. That was. It was. That was unnerving. Weird. I didn't like it. No, all of a sudden he was just like. It's like staring. I was being hypnotized. You were. That was so freaky. I also didn't get a lot of sleep. I'll explain why here in a minute. So maybe that's it. I wore. I, I, I had some weird sleep. So maybe I'm just a little bit off. But that. I don't no, like you that. You just like I'm almost fell asleep that. with your eyes open. That was so creepy. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I mean, I guess people can be hypnotized, right? Yeah, I've never I mean, been I hypnotized. Guess. Maybe that's how it is. I think Ooh. I just hypnotized you. I would never want anybody. I would never want to be yeah. hypnotized. Yeah. I remember at our uh, senior, because we had like senior night, because uh-huh. they basically try to stop you from going out and getting drunk with your friends on high school graduation night. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, let's what do a senior do? night where we're going to put you all on a boat with no alcohol all night long. Yeah. And it's going to be a what do you casino do? night. Oh, yeah, casino night. So it's just. It was a casino night, but they also had a hypnotist, and like people were like, oh, yeah, me, me, me. I'm like, Pfft. even back then, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to be No, hypnotized. I'd be afraid never. of what they would have me do. Like, the thing is, like, because I, I don't know what they'll, what would I say when I'm hypnotized? I don't know. I'm going to expose my all the secrets? Things, yeah, all the things that you, like, bury deep inside. My dark secrets? I mean, that could be exposed. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what's going to go yeah, on. Yeah, because that takes a whole lot of trust, and I don't think I want I, all of my secrets exposed. I do not trust anybody. I do not trust, yeah. like, especially, like, a stranger who, like, You're going to put me on and make me do, like, dumb things. And, make you, like, dance like a monkey? Yeah. I do like to see other people get hypnotized, though. That is kind of fascinating. Well, yeah, me too. But yeah, just I not for don't want to be anywhere near that. No, not at all. So anyway, uh, never play that for me again because that might hypnotize me. <laughs> all right, we have some things we need to talk about because I want to address this. And uh, December second is a day that we have been talking about here on this show for a while, and we've been getting so many emails from people asking what is happening December second, and we haven't been able to tell you. And it's because there's some a lot of stuff working on in the background here for it that we hadn't been able to tell you before now what our big event is on December 2nd. And now we can officially say it publicly. We're doing it. What we are doing. And it is this. Sarah and myself are part of a team. Of a team. That are putting on the first ever Portland Podcast Festival. We are so very, very excited. So, of course, we've been podcasting for years. Yes. And people, of course, podcasting as a medium has been taking off, you know, over the past few years, where there are podcast festivals in most major cities yeah. in the United States. I mean, there's there's one in New York. There's a big one in Chicago. Of course, there's the L.A. Podfest. Uh-huh. And we're like, what is Portland lacking? We have never actually had a proper podcast festival for Portland, Oregon. So we decided, along with our friend Jason Lamb, of course, of Minority Retort Uh and uh, many other things, 
um, we decided to put this together. So Dag- we decided Nabbit, it's high time Portland had its own podcast. Portland festival. is a, is an established podcast community and capital. And uh, we feel like it needs its own festival to be able to publicize that. And that is what is going to be happening on Saturday, December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. At the Hawthorne Theater. The Portland Podcast Festival. We are so excited about it. And there's uh, we're going to be slowly talking about what shows are going to be on it. Um, the shows are booked. So we've got a whole lineup of really fun stuff for we you. We do. So we've been working on this. We have it booked. We have everybody set. We are super excited to give you the slow revealing. The slow reveal. Yes. Of everybody that's going to be participating in it. And it's... Again, it's something that we've been working on really hard uh, behind the scenes, and we think that we've come up with a really good event for everybody to come in. And, and it isn't just so. Uh, as for podcasts, like it isn't just people who are necessarily on our network. Like we have reached out to Portland podcasts, yeah, all over the city, hand picked a lot of like the greatest, most creative ones, all different kinds. Like yeah. there isn't one, a rhyme or reason to like. There's no consistent. Theme. Like, no, it's, it's a, just like it's a all wide across variety. the board. It's super fun. Well, it's one of the things you know about how. Um, how you know? Since we've been podcasting for so long, like eight years now, mm-hmm. that we've been doing Fun Employment Radio. And when we started here in Portland, there were only a handful of other podcasts that were around. Geek in the City, naturally being one of them, um, a couple of other ones, and most of them have kind of gone away over this time. Like mm-hmm. they haven't lasted, or they've changed, or people moved. And now, though, we've seen this kind of uh, new growth. Obviously, we have the Fun Employment Radio Network with a lot of amazing shows on here, but there's also other podcasts around town. Mm-hmm. Of all different kinds, you know, all all different varieties of shows about pretty much anything you want. And it's been interesting seeing that growth of it throughout all these years since we've we've been doing our daily I show know. every every I day. When we first started, um, you know, of course, like as you mentioned, Geek in the City has been doing this long before yeah. us. But I mean, like Absolutely. when we first started, we were just kind of like, all right, we're, we know this is going to take off. It's going uh-huh. to work at some point. But it was still like so new. And people are like, what? what is a podcast? We don't understand yeah. what you're doing. So we had to be very patient. Yeah. In order, and then it probably took about like five years or so for to kind of like start to see the increase and like, oh, uh-huh. people are figuring out what podcasts are. Yeah, p- figuring it out and talking to businesses about it to where they understood because I mean that was one of the hard things. That was, I mean, you know, convincing businesses what the hell is a podcast and why they should advertise on it and why it's so valuable advertising on it. And it's, the secret is because of all of you listening, um, and and it's it it took a lot of work with that. I think, and I don't want to. I want to say, yeah, we we did a lot of work, a lot of outreach of explaining what podcasts were. But now we're to the point where I think most people know what a podcast is at this point. And it's it's time for this to actually happen here. It's time to have a festival kind of celebrating that and showcasing some of the different shows around Portland. And there's a Mm. lot. So I I will say not every show in Portland is going to be on this. No, no. I mean, Um, because it it is uh, since it is our first one and we are planning this on our own along with Jason. Yeah, we are trying. It's going to be smaller at first and then hopefully. Uh, you know, we can see it build yeah. as time goes on. Uh, it's being asked, uh, will former podcasters be attending? This is actually going to be for people who are currently podcasting. Yeah. It's a celebration of the current medium because yep. um, cause it is like something, you know, that all of us are actively doing. So this is, I mean, just like any other thing or if it's like, you know, a television show or like somebody, you know, a musician, like people who participate in those things are usually people who are like still doing it. So 
Yeah. This is like for people who are currently in the podcasting world. Absolutely. Um, it's a couple questions that are being asked in the live chat. And again, if you have questions about this too, feel free to email us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook page set up. You can find it uh, at PDX Pod Festival. So that's what it is on Facebook. So go there and like that page. Um, that would be fantastic. And we've got a couple of questions coming in. So Nipples says, uh, can you tease one or two you'll have? I can tell you one right now. I'm going to reveal it. Fun Employment Radio. Oh, my goodness. Yep. We're going to be there. We'll Woo. be there. <laughs> and we will, since we already mentioned it, Yeah, Geek in the City. Geek in the City Geek as well. Geek in the City yeah, we'll, is going we'll to be that. there, too. And so we do, We are going to have some uh, some from our network. We're going to have some uh, from other places all around Portland. Yeah. It's just going to be... And so we'll be announcing them, most likely via the Facebook page, just as we go through. So everybody, will, you'll, you'll get a chance to listen to some episodes before you go see it, if you want to. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll announce that as we go through. So a couple of other questions. Let's see. Yeah, Carrie says, are you recruiting volunteers? We are. We would love some volunteers. Um, I'd say for that, just send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And that would be fantastic. Because, yeah, if you, do want to, if you are interested in volunteering, we can always use extra help. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, it's going to be a lot We're gonna, to, to wrangle. It's going to be like wrangling cats a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. So all this, again, happening December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. Tickets will be going on sale, I believe, later this week. We'll have the ticket link up so you can start buying those. We have a really good pre-sale price. I'll say what it is. It's $15, which is... A hell of a deal for what you're going to be getting. I mm. think. I think we're. I think you're going to. You're definitely going to get your money's worth of entertainment out of this thing. So that again, the tickets will go on sale later this week. Uh, just like the Facebook page now, PDX, and we'll Pod make sure Festival. to update it. And we will be updating it. Oh, like I'm super excited, but it's, I'm it's also weird. really nervous because it know, feels like a big, it's a big undertaking. Yeah, and because we have been talking about this, and I'm like, oh shit! Like we actually have said this, and we're doing it. Like we have the venue locked, we have everything. Yeah, we have the the talent locked. Like. Yeah. It's actually happening. It's like it's actually happening. And it's kind so of So once you come and hang please out. Please come. Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> and then also, yeah, so it's gonna be podcast. We're also gonna have a special uh show afterward. It's going to just yeah. be a full night of stuff. It's gonna be an awesome Ooh. night of fun at the Hawthorne Theater. So December 2nd, save that date. Yeah, so if you're uh, coming in from out of town, just know that that's, uh, that's a weekend that you should probably come and hang out with us in Portland. Um, it's being asked, are you guys doing the cast live? Yeah, all of this will be live podcasts. So it's a podcast festival, so the audience will come and watch it. So everyone who's participating in, in the podcast festival is doing their podcast. Yeah. Or a, a, like a, a condensed version Oh, is it, of it. being? Uh, maybe he's asking if... Uh, if we'll be broadcasting online, we'll not. You got to be there in person. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be there in person for this one because uh, that's that's kind of our, our proving point is mm-hmm. uh, get a bunch of people in there and have fun with it. Because we are a community and it's always yeah. fun to like get to do things as a community together because mm-hmm. even if people who don't really understand podcasts, like that's why it's so special. Yeah. Because you are like this big, you know, dorky family. And right. I love it. Everybody kind of does, you know, everybody sits in front of microphones and records their show. Yeah, so it isn't like podcasters talking about podcasting. It's podcasters actually doing their podcasts. Yeah, you will actually watch live podcasts being recorded mm-hmm. in front of a in front of a live studio audience. A live studio audience. Multiple stages. And sunny Burbank. So, or Portland. Or Portland. But on, luckily, it's, it's on the corner of 39th and Hawthorne where you might see someone urinating on the side of the building. Well, that's, that's always possible. Mm-hmm. You can see that outside. That's, oh, uh, yeah. that's just kind of a bonus. Of it's the glamorous southeast that we live in. <laughs> so all that is December It really 2nd. is centrally located, too. I mean, that's like basically smack dab in between our two places. Yeah, which is the only thing that matters for everybody in Portland. Mm-hmm. It's in between our places. I know, right? Yeah, that's centrally located. Yeah, for right us. next to Fred Meyer. <laughs> it is next to Fred Meyer. Right Boy, you're just yeah, really wanting to sell the um, street it's across location. The, it's across the street from a from a bank. 
Okay. Kitty corner to a Jiffy Lube. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're selling me more and more by the you second. Gotta get those tires rotated. You just pop on over to that Jiffy Lube. I once saw a pantsless mm. man run across the street there. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. He, he had stolen something from Fred Meyer and he oh, ran across boy. the street, but he didn't have pants on. So that, that happened right like there, too. Like, did he have underwear on? No. Oh, no, he was full bottomless. On. Bottomless with like bottomless, a bag. Do you mean, I mean bottomless? bottomless. <laughs> and yeah, and then he uh, and he ran across the street and he had like a paper bag that clearly he'd taken from someone. Yeah, and just spread it across the street right there to that Jiffy Lube parking lot. Wow. And that's right across the street from where this festival is going to be. There's Kitty Corner so from the Portland If Podcast you need any festival. extra selling points, it's near where I saw a pantsless man. Wow. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there. Mm. I wanted to save that for a big reveal down the road. You should have saved that for the live show that's happening on December 2nd. On December 2nd, I should have. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll discuss it there, too. Oh, that yeah. would be such a treat. Wouldn't that be it? A little that tease? Would, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because Carrie's saying, I drove by Hawthorne Theater on Saturday and remember the very first FER listener party way back in 2010. And it's true. This was the site where we did our first ever listener party, and we did it in the side lounge, not the main, not the main stage, mm-hmm. because we didn't know what we had back then. We didn't know, you know, whether people would show up to events. And it turns out all of you are awesome. And uh, we were at capacity, and then we ended up pissing people off because we got angry emails from people saying we were it was too crowded and they couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. It which, was so hot in there. I which, will never forget how hot it was. Yeah. I mean, and I felt bad about that, but then also at the same time, like, well, this is actually pretty cool, you know, that mm-hmm. we have this many people, but we need a bigger place next time. So, so we now, are actually utilizing both the theater yeah. And the lounge. Yeah. So we'll have two stages going at this thing. Yeah. And no like the, no reason in particular like why some people are on lounge, why some people are on stage. It's just going to be kind of it's, like... So we can have more to make, shows. Because we wanted to make sure that we could get a, as many shows in as we possibly could. Yeah. 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 So, that's, so you can bounce between the two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's going to be just fun. So save that date, December 2nd. At the Hawthorne Theater for the Portland Podcast Festival. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. No, people are starting to see it. I see people liking the page and like asking questions. Stop! Now it's out there. I it's know. out there. Now. I know. This is one of the most. And again, a parts. big thanks to Jason Lim. He's just oh, yeah. the coolest guy, and he's yeah, he's been Jason's working his the ass third off member with of us. This. And, yeah, yeah. Jason is yeah. So we're doing it. Greg. Yep. I know. Greg. Greg. It's happening. Okay. Oh, right. Stop, you're making me nervous. Stop know, wiggling around like that. Me do too. I need to play the music box again? Uh, no, don't play the music box. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm a little off, too, because, um, well, we I guess since we didn't do a show yesterday, uh, you know, over this last weekend, Sarah went up to Bremerton. I did. Oh, my God. I had the best time. I got to hang out with my mom and my sister and my niece. Okay, no, you were talking about how Bremerton was changing, and that's, like, yeah. getting cool now, which I still struggle to no, believe. No, it's not. Okay, what's weird is, okay, it's not cool. It's not cool, cool necessarily, uh-huh. but it's cooler. Like, I'm saying, like, there are actually, like, people who don't look like they, uh, you know, were born in and have lived their entire lives in Bremerton. Like, there are new, like, there are people who are coming in across the water with, like, multicolored hair and tattoos. Oh, boy. is Well, I would think tattoos were pretty Actually, yeah, that Bremerton. is pretty common. But, I mean, it's yeah. more like, um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just okay. a different type of person is starting to move there. My sister and I did see a lot of, because we were both kind of surprised as we were walking in Silverdale Mall. Was it kind of one of those, what are you doing in my city kind of looks? What are you or? doing in my city? Yeah. That's what I said. You ain't no Bremelo. You ain't no Bremelo. You get you on, you on go get back over to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> because in Bremerton, I'm usually a Bremerton 10. This time I only felt like a Bremerton 8. 
Oh, so that's what it is. Uh-huh. Seattle's importing some uh, yeah. competition. Like, do you remember, uh, like, years ago, the Tom Likas show, how, you know, you talk about, like, how all, like, ladies in Portland, Tom Oregon Likas. are fat and ugly, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. now, like, you can't, absolutely can't say that because it's just full of, you know, anorexic, like, California supermodels who are just wobbling around on their heels. And <laughs> so it's like, great, so... That's happening. Um, I digress. So, yes, went to Bramerton, uh, spent some time at the mall, got myself uh, some some clothes. Oh, at boy, the, the mall. story's still going. Okay. It's just, it continues. Okay. Um, went to Ross Dress for Less. Oh, big day. Big, big day. Okay. Got myself a dress, a birthday dress, since it is my birthday still month. Still going. Um, watched a couple Lifetime movies. Uh-huh. Uh, watched this really terrible one called The Murder Pact. With uh, the chick who was the star of um, uh, Repo, the Genetic Opera. I can't remember her name. Alexis something or other. It's being asked when you went shopping at Ross Dress for List, did you get the security tags taken off? I did. Thank you for asking. Okay. I really did. Okay. Um, when got myself a new winter jacket. Oh, still going. At okay. H&M. It's this awesome. Boy. It's like a green jacket. and has the stri- It's going to be ridiculous. Uh-huh. You're going to think I'm – it's going to be embarrassing for you to be around me. It has a giant, like, oh. fuzzy, like, light pink – fur-lined hood that when I put it on it makes my head look like it's about uh, like I basically look like a South Park character <laughs> it's incredible it's yeah incredible. that sounds sounds like something yeah sounds like you warm mm-hmm. it is it's what like kind of nice but super overwhelming yep <laughs> again your mom let you dress yourself when she was when you were a kid um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> alright well this is good this is good I'm glad yeah a real, real snazzy update yeah the murder there. pact uh, if you get a chance to watch that don't what's the murder pact Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you. So what happened? Let me guess. It's two girls in high school. No. You're who murder wrong. somebody, and then they have to form a pact to keep the murder secret. Okay, no. Then it's a woman whose husband cheats on her with another woman, but then those two women are friends, and they murder the husband, and they form a murder pact. So close, but absolutely not. Okay. A woman is uh, stalking a man... And the man and his wife murder the woman that's stalking them, and then they form a murder pact. Sure. I'm close, wasn't no, I? No, you weren't That at was all. three no, guesses, and I nailed it. Is this girl is having an affair with the main girl's boyfriend. Oh, I'm close. And she says that she's going to tell everybody about it. Then she accidentally falls off a building. Dude, that's, okay, that's pretty so she close. she actually falls off a building. But meanwhile, like, there's the bad girl who wears the Converse and, like, you know, the army jacket. And she, like, they likes to her. take a lot of pictures. So she happens to get a picture of the popular girl leaning over the edge after the other girl just fell off the edge and Wait a minute, these are high school girls, right? <sighs> no, college. College. Okay, I am pretty damn close no, in all of this. No, and then so anyway, so they find out because the, you know, Converse uh, army jacket girl is like super sassy. And so like she lets them know that she has photographic evidence of them standing on the ledge when that girl fell off and died. And uh, so then they try to befriend her and try to, and she tries to extort them for money. She's like, all right, $4 million. And you, $4 million. The, and you can have the pictures. But unbeknownst to her, she doesn't know that they drugged her drink. And then they end up murdering her and I do murder in all air quotes because it isn't true because the girlfriend of the guy who was having the affair actually found out that he was having the affair so they decided to pretend to murder the other girl so that they could both extort money from all the rich people and then uh, split the four million dollars spoiler alert. who had the rich money who had the money the the boyfriend so they wanted to extort the boyfriend they wanted to extort the boyfriend so like basically, but he didn't do it he didn't murder anybody no but he wanted to he didn't want anything on his transcripts he wanted to get a good job oh. he didn't want to have some hussies Murder. He didn't want to have hussy blood on his hands. Okay. Yeah. No, no. none of that hussy. But he blood. was cheating on his girlfriend with the hussy, right? Yes, the dead hussy. 
Okay, the dead hussy. And, and then, then what her. they did is then he thinks that they killed the other girl. But um, but what the other girl did is she gave her some poison so it looked like she was dead and they buried her in the floorboards of the basement. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, that's it. But then that's she totally wasn't. It. She wasn't. But then she wasn't really dead. Okay. But they all thought that they had murdered but her. But she was in on it. Yeah, but she was on it with the other girl. Photo girl was in on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. I called it at the beginning. Wow. Because my mom had seen it before and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're totally in on it together. But she's not actually really dead. My mom's like, you watch too many Lifetime movies. Yeah. I'm like, am I right? She's like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, there we go. The murder pact. The murder pact. Make sure you catch up on that one. Well, when you were doing that, I went. Uh, <laughs> I actually ended up going to uh, Lincoln City. It was my buddy Dan's uh, surprise birthday party. Oh, that's why I couldn't talk it. about where I was going or what I was doing. So went over there for that. It was awesome. Had a lot of fun. But on the way over, since we had one of our sponsors that are back on board uh, at FunEmploymentRadio.com, you can click on the Audible link, and if you sign up for a free trial, you get a free audiobook. So sign up and try it, get a free audio book, and then you can decide if you want to keep the subscription or not. And that's just by going to our website and click on that link. That's the best way to do it. So funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible yeah, link. Yeah, and you were just making fun of me last week for my audio book. No, I wasn't making fun of you for having an audio book. Quite the opposite. I was making fun of you for just figuring out what an audio book was. Um, I have yeah. a lot. I just I got a new one, though. Also, did I remind you about how magical audio books were? You did remind talking? me. Uh-huh. I'll give you credit on that yeah. part. Well, I, they are magical, and I went and got one and I had posted on Twitter asking people what one I should get and I think the majority of the not the majority but I would say the the one that got the most responses for for me to download was a book called Ready Player One and I'd heard of Ready Player One before I've heard of people talk about it oh I've always heard that reference Some, yeah I, that's been recommended to me and I have no idea what it's about yeah and I didn't either but it was so many people have recommended it to me over the years just to either read it and then now for this I'm like okay fine I'm gonna download Ready Player One whatever this is and I'm gonna listen to it turns out there's a reason everybody likes it so. <laughs> as much as I say this in the chat, I want to post it, say this too. So in the live chat right now, uh, uh, Carrie just said one of my fave books, immediately followed by Keelan saying, OMG, that book is awful. So, <laughs> and I can see both points. Wow, Greg, I can, can you, see both points. Uh, Greg, did you know that there's a film adaptation being made by Steven Spielberg currently in production and slated to premiere in spring of 2018? There is. And I have watched the trailer and the trailer looks awful. Uh, it looks terrible. It doesn't seem anything like the actual book. This book is not like making me very excited about it. Well, so I want to explain what the book is, and I'll say, and then I don't know if it's something you would like or not. I, uh, so the book is by, I'll give just a general synopsis so people actually know, and you can decide whether or not you want to listen to it. So the book is by a guy by the name of Ernest Klein. That's the author. The story takes place in the year 2044 in like a you know not so distant future where climate change has fucked everything up. There's an energy crisis. So so tomorrow there's yeah. So it could happen. And there's no uh, – basically, there's there's very limited energy. So a lot of people are unemployed, and they start creating these things called – this isn't spoiling anything. Like, all the poor people have to live in these what are called stacks. So they build scaffolding, and they just put trailer parks on each one of them. So it goes up to, like, oh, wow. 30 stories. Because that sounds like every – You can like pack it all into yeah. – um, Yeah, kind, kind of – I mean, it's not so much the 1984 part in this. It's more – um, like, I, I don't know about the government part. It's just more like society is declining. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like humans are in decline, essentially. But there's this thing that's been created. That's a virtual reality world called Oasis. And so that's what people spend most of their time doing is they put on these headsets and you have gloves and you enter this virtual reality world where it's 
very, very real when you're in it. So that's how people maintain themselves. Even though they're living in squalor, they're in the oasis and they can make their avatar whatever they want. Oh. That's how they live lives. Like people like play video games to like kind of distract themselves or watch. That's or, exactly it. Or binge watch Netflix like yeah, me. Yeah. That's exactly it. And, and so, again, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, you know, people live in this, this other world. There's all kinds of different things, whatever you ever want to do in there. And the story kind of takes place because this one, there's a contest where if you find the, con, the hidden Easter egg in the Oasis, you'll win, you know, basically everything. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, have, you'll have a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of money. And the one, the, the one key thing that's part of this, and I think this is important to let people know before you read it. And again, I'm not spoiling anything. It's that it, in the book, the guy who created the Oasis is obsessed with the 1980s. Mm. So he's 1980s video games, movies, television shows, pop culture, music. He's obsessed with that. And so the entire book is littered with his obsession with that. Like the Oasis has so many things that are obsessed with like the 1980s. Okay. Of, of everything about it. So if you like the 1980s, you'll definitely like it. Because there's do. a whole bunch of references to it. Do you think um, I'd like it? Uh, I don't know if you would. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be honest. It might I mean, be I too like video gaming for you. I like you. dystopian future books. But... You do like, but a lot of it takes place in the Oasis. Oh. So, because that's where people are living, you know, in in their mind. And um, uh, people are asking what book it is. Uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Sorry. And so this is, I got the audio book. Uh, yeah, Will Wheaton is the person reading it, which I'll be honest, I didn't know if I would like it with Will Wheaton edit, uh, being the narrator. That was kind of a thing where I I didn't want to download it because of that. Hmm. I don't know why. why. I just don't. I don't know. And what I has like Will Wheaton never done to nothing. except for be just a delightful human. I know he seems like a delightful human. He sells underwear with his face on it. Uh, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how can he? Is he going to be a very good narrator though? Uh, he's an actor, of course he is. Yeah, he he is. He's a he's a he's a good narrator. He he actually was. Um, <laughs> I'm cute at saying Wheaton's voice is hella nasally. It's not when he's when he's narrating. He actually does a really good job. So that's that's where it's at. That's what I would say. Now, for me, because I, I've been listening to Ready Player One, and I am addicted to it. Like, I have to keep on listening to it. And I think I'm about 10 hours into it at this point, out of, like, 15 hours total, something like that. But the problem is I'm listening to it so much because I'm obsessed that it's going into my dreams now. So I'm dreaming about everything that they're describing in the book. And I, last night I was in a virtual reality world and all of that. So that's what happened. Wow. That's where it is. So last night, yeah, I was being chased by things and living in, in the Oasis. Wow. That sounds really nerdy when I say it out loud. It sounds really, really nerdy. That reminds me of that episode of black mirror, the, um, the sand, San Bernardino or whatever that that episode was. Oh yeah, I can uh-huh. see that. Yeah, it, it is. It is kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about Black Mirror, uh, San Junipero. San Junipero. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is the best episode of Black Mirror that has ever existed ever. That is a really good it episode. Is a spoiler you... alert is the only positive episode of Black Mirror that I've ever seen. Yeah, most Black Mirrors are not. <laughs> if you haven't watched Black Mirror, just for a recommendation on Netflix, it is a great show. But it all it all takes place. 
And a not-so-distant future. Not-so-distant future, and usually revolves around technology of some kind, and whether technology... Like, like they're standalone episodes, so it's kind of like old Outer Limits or Twilight Zone, only these are usually about an hour long each. And it's on Netflix, so each one's standalone. And it'll be set in like some kind of far future where... Uh, some kind of technology has been developed and how it affects people's lives. And each episode is different. Most of the time, it's not good how the technology affects affects humanity. Mm-mm. No, it's never it's a positive occasionally, thing. Except for occasionally, a- there are some positive things in it. Well, I wouldn't even... Uh, no spoilers on I'm it. not going to. Yeah, San Junipero is one of the best episodes of it. It is... It is a really great episode. I mean, because it is 80s-themed, and it is also yeah. that. It seems very similar. Yeah, and yeah, you're totally right. Maybe uh, maybe the very... writer had something to do with it. I mean, because I know they have different writers for each episode. That'd be interesting. You no, know, I don't know. At. That is a good mm-hmm. question, actually. Yeah. No, I kind of want to know the answer to that, but that would make a lot of sense. Nope, it's not. Huh? Maybe just a fan. Yeah. Anyway, ready, player one. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link. Find an audiobook for yourself. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about the Portland Podcast Festival. Every I time I look at it, like people get, more and more people are liking it. And then Stacey Halal, who uh, runs Curious Comedy Theater, and she also runs uh, the All Jane Festival. She's like, oh, my gosh. I've been wanting to do this for years. Yay. Uh, Greg. 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 Portland Podcast Festival, December 2nd. Please get ready to buy your tickets when they go on sale and like our Facebook page. I know, I keep checking. He hasn't updated it yet. PDX Pod Festival. All right, sorry. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Two of my favorite tastes that taste great together. I'm doing this, Greg. You can't get distracted. You have to listen to me. Yeah. Two of my favorite what tastes that can't. That tastes great together? Is that what you just said? No, that's weird. Why would you say something like that? It has been announced that Taco Bell oh God. and Forever 21 are collaborating what? on a fashion line. Oh, on a fashion line? Taco Bell is moving in to the fashion world with an what? upcoming clothing line that says that it's... A, oh, God. Its line says that it'll be hotter than Diablo sauce. Is that a thing? Is Diablo sauce a thing? That's the hot. That's the hot sauce. Okay. Well, limited edition Taco Bell themed clothing will be available at Forever Twenty One retailers and online beginning October eleventh. So that's two days after my actual birthday and eleven days into my birthday oh month. Oh my god! There's no such thing as a birthday month. All right. So the company's released a joint news release saying the two like-minded brands. Wait, why are they like-minded? Why are Taco Bell and Forever Twenty One like-minded? I don't. I have no they idea. They both make you feel really, really bad about yourself. It makes me really look down on Forever Twenty One right now, though. Why would you have looked up to Forever Twenty One? Well, not that I would have looked up to it. It's but just I mean, garbage it's just like, clothes. Ooh. I mean, I love it. That's is that why what I buy. It is? That's why I buy like all my earrings and rings and stuff. Oh yeah, because everything's just garbage cheap clothes. <laughs> Forever Twenty One garbage clothes. Yeah, it's just it's just shittily made like cheap stuff. Okay. That's like fashionable for like five minutes. Okay. Like if you want something that's like, you know, very trendy Uh or poorly made. Okay. Forever 21 is your jam. All right. Yeah, so that's kind of, so Taco Bell and Forever 21 also very poorly made products. 
They do have a lot in common, now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, it sounds like you've got it nailed, so maybe you're maybe you're into this. All right. So the two like-minded brands, together at the intersection of culture and innovation, are joining forces to make fall wardrobes, oh God, a whole lot saucier. <laughs> While they're at it, they'll keep help keep fans keep the heat up and the fun on in more ways than one. <laughs> what? Who even wrote this? I don't know, but Mr. Jenky in the live chat, uh, Taco Bell is the best in the business at coming up with weird things that people will talk about on podcasts. <laughs> totally right. I mean, it is. No, between them and KFC. KFC too, yeah. KFC does a real good job at KFC that. KFC does a lot with technology. It's really strange. They're like super into technology. Oh, and they have like perfumes, like chicken smelling perfumes. They have also pizza... Didn't like Pizza Hut have like a USB port? KFC like, pizza did. Box? KFC, oh, KFC had did. one that turned into a gaming system. A oh box yeah, that turned into a gaming system. All right, so if you're interested in this Taco Bell Forever 21 mashup clothing shit show, uh, it includes tops, bodysuits, hoodies, sweat. It says hoodies and sweatshirts. Oh, I guess they're different. Um, and jackets. You can get a Taco Bell themed jacket for both uh, men and jacket. women. Jacket. Would you like a jacket? A Forever 21 Taco no. Bell jacket. <laughs> We have to stop doing that. I know. It's too easy. All right. uh, So if you are a fan, and this sounds like something that you'd want to adorn your body with, uh, you can send um, photos and videos that personify Forever Taco Bell along the hashtag, let's see, pound sign F21X Taco Bell to be part of the collection preview. What? I'm confused about everything you just said. (laughs) I have no idea what you just said to me. All right, so uh, Taco Bell Chief Marketing Officer Marissa Thalberg says, We've seen our fans get individually creative in expressing their love for Taco Bell through fashion, and we believe that this Forever 21 collection is going to be everything they would expect from us in extending the Taco Bell lifestyle to fashion. Original, affordable, creative, a little quirky, (laughs) definitely fun. God damn it, Marissa. What is this pound hashtag? (laughs) What are you talking about? pound sign. To do What? To tag Forever Taco Bell. Why would I want to tag it? Because then you can get Taco Bell clothes. I don't know. I only read half of what I send to myself. I only listen to half of what you say, so this isn't going to really help me out. It's not working. Yeah. A South Carolina woman who was expecting to open a package to find her new yoga mat inside. Oh, that was it. We were done with the... We were done with Taco Bell clothing. Yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. I, d- I didn't realize we were transitioning out there. No, it's, okay. it's happening. All right. That was it. <sighs> Portland's best podcast mm-hmm. uh, two years in a row. Yeah, also the founders of the Portland Podcast Festival. Two of the three. Oh, God. We can pull this off, right? <laughs> we have to now. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I know. Greg. How many likes do we have? So people are starting to 49 like 49 likes. 49. PDX only, Pod Festival. We only Please had six like this that. morning. <laughs> Facebook.com slash PDX Pod Festival. I'm going to keep refreshing and then let you know every time someone Thanks. likes it, guys. Thanks, Sarah. I know you'll be keeping us up to date. Yeah, no problem. Forty. Okay, it's still at 49. Okay, right? thank you. A South Carolina woman who was expecting to open her package on her front porch to find her new yoga mat instead opened... The package should discover $400,000 worth of illicit prescription drugs. Oh, what kind of drugs? Uh, they were, ox- I'm glad you asked, uh, oxycodone. 
That's like the stuff that people go crazy over, So this over, is in right? Rock Hill, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Said the woman thought the package was her new yoga mat. Wait a minute. That ain't no yoga mat. This ain't my yoga mat. Well, the woman then opened the box and found it actually contained nearly 20,000 pills of oxycodone. Well, the woman... That's a lot a, of pills. That's yeah, a lot of pills. Who was an How does that accidentally end up on your... I don't know. The woman who uh, is an upstanding American citizen decided to... oh. To send the package right to the police, bring it right over to the police who pass it on to the York County Multi-Jurisdictional Drug Enforcement Unit. That's enough pills where somebody's going to be looking for those pills. Somebody's going to be, yeah. I would not want those on my front porch. No, no, no. Uh, So Marvin Brown, who is a commander of the Drug Enforcement Unit, says each pill has a street value of about $20. Jesus. Wow. Bringing the packages total to approximately $400,000 worth of drugs. Yeah. Yeah, so the um, so the package was intended... That's not gone unnoticed that it's missing. All right, so get this. So the, uh, the Brown said the package was intended for the woman's former address that it was sent to, a currently vacant apartment. So I think what they did is they sent it to a vacant apartment address, but nobody was there, so they forwarded it to her new address, even though it wasn't for the woman. But since her name was the last on the lease... Oh, okay. I gotcha. So they sent it to an, an empty apartment to probably pick up. Yeah. But then, you know, a post office worker who's probably, like, thoroughly doing their job, they're like, well, I'll just make sure it gets to the right person. Oh, boy. Yeah. How nervous would you be if you're that post office yeah, worker? Yeah, so it says, uh, drug packages are often mailed to vacant residences where the intended recipient will wait for them to arrive. Interesting. I did not know that until then. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so the box was shipped from Newport Beach, California. Police say the oxy... The oxycodones are likely counterfeit pressed into pills from powder in Mexico. The investigation is ongoing. Yikes. Some real narcos kind of stuff there. I know, right? I didn't know that thing about sending packages to abandoned places. I didn't know about that. Oh, we got two more likes, Greg. We're at 51 right now. Thank you for the update, sir. You're welcome. All right. And remember when I told you about... I'm done with the... Do I need to tell you? I'm done with that story now. Oh, you're done. Okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Do you have one more story? <gasps> no, I have two more stories. I forgot. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. I'm not even bothering with transitions minute. anymore. No. Now, do you remember when Cheetos, you're a fan of Cheetos. Have you seen this? Have about. you heard about this? I don't know what you're talking Greg about. Greg loves Cheetos in his mouth hole. I do not. Well, Cheetos, they've been putting on a Cheeto contest all summer to see who could find the most delightfully shaped Cheeto. Why and didn't you tell me about this? And We've, we've talked about this several times. Oh, yeah. Several times. You just always eat all the Cheetos. You don't look at them. You just shove them in your shame mouth as fast as you can. I do not. I don't eat them. I just bought... By the way, Greg is very ungrateful. I was feeling very nice today, so I bought him some Cheetos. No, I don't want to eat Cheetos because i got to go run and get in shape for the podcast festival. Oh, yeah. Do we have to start starving ourselves? Yes, we do. Right. Sorry. Well, you don't have to, but I'm going to. Oh, I guess I should, too. All right. Well... The festival, ha- the festival, the contest has now closed, and the fifty thousand dollar Cheeto was awarded to a Cheeto shaped like a unicorn. Yes, indeed, it looks <sighs> like boring a galloping unicorn Cheeto. I guarantee, I should have found a Bigfoot one. So this summer in two thousand, uh, in the two thousand seventeen Cheeto Museum and online gallery, it asked the fans of Cheetos to submit their most glorious Cheetos shapes. So uh, people were sending it. So a hundred thousand entrants were sent in to win this contest. I have to say the Unicorn Cheeto is pretty good, though. Are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm pulling it up. I mean, yeah, kind of. 
All right. So throughout the contest's run, this happened all this summer. Uh, submissions were judged weekly on cheese crunch cut and color for the ten thousand dollar prize. But alas, at the end of August, fifty thousand dollars for a damn Cheeto. All right. So it finally nailed, got nailed down to the two finalists. It was the flaming hot seahorse. Versus the Cheeto Unicorn. They both made the cut. the Seahorse? The brand then asked the public to vote. In a close call, the Seahorse did miss out on the $50,000 prize and a permanent spot in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium Family of Oddities. Wow, Ripley's Believe It or Not has really gone downhill. Yeah, according to Cheetos, the decision was a super tough one. It's both the Unicorn and the Seahorse. The, the Seahorse one is stupid. Were the most unique submissions with undeniable likenesses to the objects they depicted. No, the Seahorse one is not. I mean, it's barely seahorsey. So that's probably why the unicorn won. Well, Cheetos made headlines this summer when someone paid almost $100,000 for a Harambe-shaped one-and-a-half-inch long flaming hot Cheeto. Also, of course, there was that uh, Cheeto pop-up gastropub, the Spotted Cheetah, that was in Tribeca this past week, uh, this past summer. I don't know if it's still there or not. It does not qualify. It doesn't. Did you know there's a lucky seahorse, an actual seahorse named Cheeto that was rescued? I just looked up seahorse Cheeto, and there's an actual Jesus Christ. seahorse named Cheeto. Um, we're at 52 likes now. Wonderful. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have a plea coming from the police department. Oh, boy. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Now, I don't know I if know you know. What's up there. I don't know if you recall Colorado Springs being in the news. But yes, indeed. The Colorado Springs mad pooper is still on the loose. And now Colorado Springs police are begging people to stop calling them about the location of the mad pooper. They said it is tying up their phone lines. Yeah, because but don't people they want from hot all tips? over the world are calling them to ask if there if there's any update on the story about the mad pooper. So uh, the mad pooper. How is this mad pooper still? Gone? I don't know. There's a still picture. getting away with this. There is Colorado an inside Springs can't job. Can't be that big. People are covering up for the mad pooper. The police department is in on it. I think the city council's in on it. I think there's a whole conspiracy theory thing going on here, and I need to get to the bottom of it. It's probably like the like the mayor's wife or something. Yeah, they're covering up. It probably up. goes super like it goes super deep. They're covering up for mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. So um so police are now begging people to stop calling mayor's them. Mayor's like, "You want to keep your job, you'll keep this under wraps." For updates about the mad pooper. Shelly likes to poop when she runs. They have actually issued a statement and they're like, "No, we do not have any updates. If something comes out, we will put it on Twitter and Facebook. In the big scheme of things, yes, we'd like to get her identified. We will let you know when we find out." When they're not posting about people being, you know, being mad about people calling to ask about the mad pooper. Also, they post inspiring quotes. So, if you're like feeling a little down, and you know you want to keep in the loop mm-hmm. because they will update here. If you want to follow the Colorado Springs Police Department on Facebook, you can read such inspirational quotes as "You are your only limit." Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Wait, what is this? These are their inspirational quotes that they're doing on their Facebook page because they're getting a lot of popularity okay. right now. Yep. So I don't think they know what to do. Gotcha. So they keep posting all these inspirational quotes until they find the mad pooper. Also, is there a hang in there. 
No, there's at your absolute best, you still won't be good enough for the wrong person. At your worst, you'll still be worth it to the right person. Wait, so is this like a 15-year-old girl that's in control of her Facebook page? I think so. I think that just biding their time until they find the mad poopers. I mean, this is what they're choosing to do with their platform. Like, they have this platform that's reaching thousands upon thousands of people, and they are giving half-assed inspirational quotes. By the way, if you just look up mad pooper, there's also people that are not laughing about the mad pooper story. Why I'm not laughing at that viral story about a jogger dubbed the mad pooper. And then this woman goes into that. She has Crohn's disease. That doesn't matter. You still don't poop in front of somebody's driveway every day. Like, I don't care if you have a bowel issue. That sucks. But that still doesn't mean you have to go and poop in front of somebody's driveway every day. Yeah, or maybe you just shouldn't be running in public. Maybe that's when you invest in a treadmill next to your bathroom. Maybe that's a good idea. If you don't, if you, I mean, if honestly, you, if you And if, if it's you happening really, every day and you know you're going to do if this. If you cannot consistently run without having to poop in public, poop in public, then maybe that is worth like the 250 to plunk down for a used treadmill on Craigslist next to your bathroom. Jog in a diaper in your house. Yeah. You'll be fine. So anyway, Mad Pooper still on the loose. Also, Portland Pooper. Oh, yeah, in Walgreens. Yeah, you're Still right. on the loose. Portland Pooper is still on the loose. Courtney's, These Poopers are just getting away with everything. Courtney said she pooped in the parking lot of Walgreens, and they have bathrooms. That is true. She's doing it because she wants to do it. This is not a woman with a problem, and I can laugh at it. Wait, didn't we have a story a couple weeks ago where they were able to identify the person, uh, the guy who broke into somebody's house because he used the, uh, the toilet and didn't flush it? They were able to use the DNA. I think so, yeah. But you'd have to get the person... So she has to be in the system, probably, right? No. I doubt she's in the system. No, I know, but they were able to identify the guy from the DNA in his product that he left behind. That's what you're worried about saying out of everything else you said? (laughs) So couldn't they test her product and then see... But she'd have to be in the system. DNA would have to be in the system. system. Maybe she is. We don't know. Clearly, there's something going on. We don't know that they haven't tried. We don't know that they have This that seems we like a tried. woman who skirted the system, though. I don't mm-hmm. think she's in there. I think you're more right along the lines of it's there. I mean, A, there's a cover up, which I said. Because when this all breaks, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, Greg was right. And, I don't think I'll ever say that. And it could be it could be something along the line of the, you know, the mayor's wife or somebody like that. Somebody very powerful in that city. And Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. The powers that be. There are many layers to this. Wow. Well, just so you know. All right. So, yeah. So, so far, no update, but I will let you know if there is one. But uh, in the meantime, just follow the inspirational quotes on their Facebook page and don't pester them about the mad pooper. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. That was excellent. Oh, now great. I want to get to the bottom of this. I know, right? Like, I don't want to travel to Colorado Springs and just, like, try and find out because you could probably find the neighborhood there's a clear picture of like her hair and her jogging outfit. i'm telling you i could get to the bottom of this and i think a lot of people could but there's something happening there but there are probably investigators flocking there now surely i'm not the only amateur private investigator who wants to get to the bottom of it and i think that people are being stymied they're getting the runaround because is uh, that what's happening yeah okay People are refusing to talk. You need to get in there. You need to get in undercover. I need to pretend like I'm a local. Be like, oh, yeah, no, my name's Bob. I used to live here years ago. I just moved away, but I'm right back here now. Boy, I sure don't like them outsiders asking about the mad pooper. Do you? All right, you know it's Shelly, right? And then they'll be like, it's not Shelly. Everybody knows it's Shelly. It's Megan who's been doing it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's Megan. Yeah, I knew that. Well, maybe we should go talk to her. We can help her cover this up and, and uh, you know, get, get one over on them city slickers, huh? What do you think? I'm just a local boy like you. And then don't boom. say city slickers. And then I'll go to like their secret underground. Do people bunker. still say city slickers? That was a good movie too. 
It was all right. I and then I'll go to their secret underground bunker where she's hanging out, and they've got her like undercover. And I'll be like, hey, what's up, Megan? Dude, good job sticking it to the man. Why don't we go out and do it again? You know, and I, I'll, uh, I'm encouraging you because you're doing real good, Megan. And then I'll get her out there, and as soon as she comes out, I'll slap the cuffs like, you are under arrest. Citizen's arrest, mad pooper. I have you now. And then uh, I'll have like a helicopter swoop in, and then we get her out of there for a different jurisdiction. It's being said that uh, you're in over your head, Nibbler. The pooper will outsmart you every time. The pooper's not going to outsmart me. Why do you have an accent? And also, can you please stop? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a one of the regulars. 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 I'm Colorado Springs. Okay, local. Are we doing ball talk or what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling you how I'm going to catch this. I got you now, mad pooper. Who ain't going to escape my grasp? Okay. I'll be a hero. Had me on the news. The man who caught the mad pooper. We'll sell some podcast festival tickets once I do this. We're at 55 likes, Greg. Sweet. Uh, our old pal uh, Nathan Brannon just liked the page. Oh, good. I like Nathan. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Wait a minute. Did Nathan Brannon shave his head? What? This can't be right. I'm sorry for doing this live on the air. Nathan Brandon, if you don't know who he, he did is, shave fantastic his head. comedian. Oh my god. Based out of Portland, Oregon. Holy shit, he shaved his head. It looks good. Wow, I've no, never unless that's a unless that's photoshopped. No, I think he shaved his head. Well. You know? We've known Nathan for what? Since we started know. doing the podcast. A long, very long time. And he has always is that had real? hair. Yes, Greg, it's real. Folk all right. You're getting, I can tell you're a little crazy today because you're getting distracted. No, well, I'm sorry. He's, he's always had dreads. I've never... <laughs> no, he doesn't have a bad bald head either. No? It works for him. It wouldn't work for you. No, it would not work mm-hmm. for me. It would not work for me. All right, anyway, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Um, you know, Sarah, we had the super fight that happened with uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd What's-His-Name. They Jesus, fought each other. we never had to talk about that again. Well, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something even bigger. That may be going down in the world of super fights. Super fights! Sarah, are you aware of a man named George Foreman? He's the guy that has the grill, right? He does have a grill. Ha! Call 1 800 EMVIT! I think I have a George Foreman grill somewhere. I do too. Yeah, actually, they're pretty awesome. He's also, he also named all of his sons George, like all of them. George Foreman, two, three, four, five, six, like seven. I don't know how many there are. They're all named George. George Foreman, former boxer, has issued a challenge. George Foreman is 68 years old, and he went on Twitter to challenge. Any guesses? Mike Tyson. Nope, it's not a boxer. This is a super match, so it's somebody outside the world of boxing. But in another sport. Kind of. Well, not really a sport, but... No, not David Hasselhoff. Uh, Jose Canseco. I was trying to think of all the crazies. No. Jose... I think Jose would win, though, because George is too old. Oh, well, you never know. I don't know. Who? Mike Lowe's? He was an action movie star. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, but you're getting along the right right lines. <gasps> Steven Seagal. Yes! Yeah! Yes, indeed. George Foreman... 
68 years old, has issued a challenge to 65-year-old Steven Seagal for a 10-round fight in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. There is no way they would last 10 rounds. They, they would be asleep after one. Uh, but the reason that he's doing this is because Steven Seagal posted a bunch of dumb shit and did this weird interview uh, on a talk show. And he's now a Russian citizen, Steven Seagal is. Of like he is. he's friends with Putin or something. Of course he is. So Steven Seagal, batshit, versus George Foreman, also batshit. George Foreman has issued this challenge. I would watch this, but it would be the most boring fight ever. It's like I mean, old two men, old men like, like scooting around. Ah, gotcha. Ah, gotcha. And they'll fall down and they'll hurt themselves. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, Steven Seagal will go for a kick and he'll fall down. Or George Foreman will try to punch somebody and then fall asleep. But he has issued the challenge for a 10-round fight in Las Vegas. So that could be the next big, the big fight. We had Floyd and Connor. Now it's ch- time for George and Steven. Okay. Somebody already made a fake, um, a fake promo poster for it and just said, The geezers at Caesars. <laughs> That's the best. It's All right, good. now that makes me want to watch it. The geezers at Caesars. <laughs> geezers yeah. at Caesars. All right, well, there is that. Um, uh, you know what? I was going to play something for everybody. You picked at geezers at Caesars. I think I'm going to stop. Yeah. And we'll just leave it with geezers at Caesars. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, so if you missed the beginning of the show, remember December 2nd, Saturday, it is the first annual Portland Podcast Festival. Oh. Like our Facebook page, we will have more. And we'll be updating it, absolutely. As we go through, tickets will go on sale later this week. Um, A bargain basement price, so please come. Uh, That would be awesome. And we we think we've put together a pretty amazing show, and we will let you know more and more about who's going to be participating. There's even a party that happens right there. Well, I won't okay. say anymore. Okay, yeah, I'm saying right, too much. That's enough. All right, saying um, too much. So we do have uh, one more thing to get to, and we do need to wish a very happy birthday. Did you see this in the email? No. A uh, very happy birthday week to me. Happy oh my birthday or month. To I guess like week, month, day. Happy birthday to Sarah. you. Happy birthday that's not to you. I mean, it's technically within a week of my birthday, so it is like my birthday. Okay, week. I'm glad you're concerned about your birthday. There was an actual couple of birthdays that we did forget, and we didn't you mean get you to forgot. last week. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. You never forget anything. I forgot. You don't forget that I forgot. We did say happy birthday to Patch. Oh, Patch! Patch in Cincinnati. Patch in Cincinnati. Yes, Patch. Pat- it is Patch's birthday. Patch, it was Patch's birthday last week. So well, you know what? You get an extension, Patch. You get an extra day. Mm-hmm. You get an extra day. Celebrate your birthday. Rub it in Paul's face. Paul has to buy you another Paul bottle Bingo, of you make him buy you that top shelf whiskey patch. Yeah. All right, and happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, stop. Happy birthday. Is there, you said a couple. Is there another one? Do not shush me. All right, fine. Oh, wait. That email was just for you. That's what I thought it was. God dang it. We had that email from the person that said birthday important in it. 
Mm-hmm. And then I clicked on it, and I want to wish my friend Sarah a happy birthday month. That's <laughs> that's all that was. I thought I'd actually forgotten something. <sighs> Curses. That was it. If you wouldn't have made such a big deal out of it, because I don't care about the birthday month thing, but now since I know it bothers you, like I have to keep doing it. What, are you trying to reverse psychology me on it? Mm-hmm. You're up to something. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate appreciate it, and we appreciate your support. Uh, thank you to everyone who can subscribe to our live stream. Even if you aren't able to listen, know how much we appreciate it. Um, and that you can do that at funemploymentradio.com slash live or slash subscribe. Either one will get you there. And we appreciate that. When we, we do. When can. Oh. But either way, thanks for listening. And please go like our our endeavor, the first ever Portland Podcast Festival. So at PDX Pod Festival. At PDX Pod Festival. Perfect. <sighs> boy, oh boy. It's actually happening. It's out there in the world now, sir. Greg, stop. You're making me nervous every time you say it's that. Not a secret anymore. We're exposed for all to see. Stop talking about exposing yourself for everyone to see. It could be misconstrued. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. What are you doing? Oh my god, I think like he's finally broken or something. Nah. What's going on? Maybe over a little there? bit. Alright, thank you so much, everybody. You are all amazing and awesome. And wonderful. Why oh, did that, that just weird. happen? I don't, I don't know. know. What are you doing there? Trying I don't to know, remix it? Weird. You're trying to be like cool about it? It's my remix. Oh, no. Oh, no. No remixes. Mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun of Moment Radio. Bye, guys. Bye, friends. Bye. There it is. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 